Frustration that seared through his veins. The pain brought him back to his senses. He near broke his knuckles with that first punch. So just to spite himself, he threw another one with the same hand. At the last moment, he couldn't help pulling the force out of it. His body was instinctively trying to stop him harming himself, but it still connected hard, and the blaze of agony that exploded in his hand almost made him pass out. His good hand clamped around his wrist. He sat back down on the bed, his teeth clenched while he fought back the urge to cry, ashamed of the tears that pricked at his eyes. The pain in his hand eventually began to subside. The turmoil in his head did not. It had been one of those days. God, it was so humiliating. One of those days when he couldn't look anyone in the eye, when he had walked along the road to his house with his attention fixed firmly on the ground in front of his feet, shuffling meekly along so as not to draw attention to himself. He had been doing all right all day, and then just on the last stretch, the walk home from the shops, it had all come crashing down on him. He had seen a tall guy with a skinhead, wearing tight black jeans and cherry-red Doc Martens, walking along the other side of the road. Mildly interested, he was looking over at him when the guy turned round and met his eye. He had experienced the sudden unpleasant thrill at being caught staring and turned his eyes away. But a moment later, the skinhead had whistled at him, a short, sharp through pursed lips. He looked back, feeling a terrified nausea creep into his belly, and the skinhead had flicked him the finger, saying, You want a photo, mate? Last longer? He felt it sweep over him like a cloak. Hot blood flushed into his cheeks, prickling heat across his face and the nape of his neck. His throat tightened at the sides. His heart began to pound. He was sweating. He felt sick. He turned away from the skinhead, looking down, wishing he could disappear. The skinhead didn't hassle him any more, but the damage was done. The remainder of the journey was a nightmare. Everyone on the street seemed to be looking at him. It was as if his affliction marked him out, making everyone stare at him like some kind of freak. He was conscious of walking fast, but he couldn't help it. He had to get off the street, away from the piercing glares of the passers-by. When he had finally gained the safety of his house, self-disgust had flooded through him. Why? Why so afraid? Afraid? No. Shy. He snorted, smiling bitterly. A sweet word. When people thought of shy, it was always kind of cute. Nice. Coy girls in floral dresses. Wide-eyed cartoon squirrels. Not a crippling, awful sensation that made your tongue too thick to speak and locked up your brain. But that was what it meant to him. And it unmanned him, made him pathetic and weak and ashamed. Trembling, he got up and walked unsteadily to the drawers that he had battered seconds earlier. The clocks swam around him in the starfield on the walls. With his good hand, he brought out a box of Swan Vesta matches. Crossing the room, he closed the thick blue curtains, shutting out the dull light, plunging himself into darkness. He sat back down on the bed and pulled out a match. Slowly, speeding up as he got to the end, he drew it along the sandpaper. It sparked first try, flaring white as the phosphorus head caught, then settling to a steady yellow flame. He watched it, fascinated. Shadows flickered deep on his face in the light of the match. 
The heat of it was comfort to him. He stared into the heart of the flame and felt some of the frustration drain out of him. There was peace there, at least. He let the match burn down, only blowing it out when the pain in his fingertips became too much to bear. He sat there in the darkness for a while, feeling better. Flame was such a calming thing. Just a little match, and he felt okay again. It was enough. For now. Cal was sitting at the table, his hands wrapped around his third cup of coffee that morning, when the doorbell rang. Joel. He went to get it. How you doing? Joel said as Cal opened the door. What do you do to your hand? Cal held up his bandaged knuckles with a kind of funny smile. Someone slammed a door on it. Joel winced. Ouch. Lucky you got your knuckles and not your fingers, yeah? Didn't feel lucky.